0: Very often we write down a sentence too early, then another too late. What we have to do is to write it down at the proper time; otherwise, it's lost. Thomas Bernard.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull, and I'm Lee Esses. Happy Nano Rymo. We are the second day into November. I hope you've started your process to achieving your NanoRIMO goals. If you don't know what NanoRIMO is, it's National Novel Writing Month. This is
0: an annual campaign among writers to complete writing your novel. The goal is to write 50,000 words, which is about one novel's length, in a single month. That works out to just under 1,700 words per day.
1: To give you a little bit of motivation to join us in our pursuit of accomplishing Nano, we are doing a month-long giveaway. You've heard us talk about
0: the merchandise of write selfishly on a t-shirt and on mugs and that kind of thing. Now on masks. These will be what we're giving away at the end. We will do a drawing on our
1: Facebook page. So what you need to do to be entered into the giveaway is to like our Facebook page and then find one of us on NaNoWriMo website. We will include links to this on Facebook, on the landing page of this episode, and in the About Me section on our website. So you spell my name L-E-Y-E-S-S-E-S to find me. And to find me, it's L-E-I-G-H-H-U-L-L. Find one of us and then every day that you hit your word goal,
0: you'll be entered into this drawing for the end of the month.
1: Just send us a message on Nano saying, hey, I'm entering your giveaway, and we will keep an eye on the goals that you enter into the Nano website.
0: So the more often you hit your word count goal, the more likely you are to win
1: the prize. And this is just the daily word count goal. If you miss a day, don't worry, you don't have to catch back up in order to be entered again.
0: And if you hit the 50,000 word mark, we'll enter your name five more times.
1: And for the word count, I know some of you will set your nano goals a little bit lower, but we are going to require the nano goal of 1667 for the word count in order to be entered for the daily word counts, just to make it fair so people aren't setting their daily personal word counts to 100 words and getting entered.
0: This is simply meant to be motivation to get you to be writing your book. If you've listened to our podcast for any length of time, you know I handwrite my stuff before I type it up. My nano numbers will be very up and down because I won't know my word count until I've typed it up. So yes, keep me accountable. Make sure that I am writing. Shoot me a message on Facebook, whatever the case may be. And if yours is like that too, just let us know.
1: For me personally, nano means a lot. I did the Camp July nano, and that's what ended with me having a finished book. That's what ended with me having Toxic be able to release and publish. To help celebrate that, we are going to include copies of our books in this giveaway. Our goal for this month is to give you kind of tricks of the trade, little
0: Things to keep in your arsenal when you're stuck, when you are not sure where to go next or how to approach this next goal in your story. These little tricks will help you move your story forward. That is the purpose of this month. So the first thing we're talking about is writing right, right now. So Lee, what is the biggest thing that holds
1: you back from writing? Perfectionism when I hear the phrase writing right, right now, all I hear is writing right. I say, I want it to be right the first time. I have to write it right the first time. And I don't track the right now part of it. Because when we say write it right, right now, we don't mean it has to be perfect right now. We mean just get it written right now.
0: When we are talking about your nanorimo word count goals, we don't mean 1,667 perfect words. We mean 1,667 words that have been written. It's far more important to write it right now than to write it
1: right. Because there is no right way to write, especially on a first draft. Word vomit, if you have to, just get it on the page. And that is the first trick of the trade. Just write something. In Hollywood,
0: there is this saying of never say fix it in post. Good in is good out. And the better you can capture something, the better product you'll have at the end. Writing is the opposite. You can change everything. You can be three pages into your book and then decide you want to kill the first half of the first scene.
1: So the first step in writing is to just answer the muse. Whatever comes to mind, just put it down. Don't second guess. Don't worry about it. Don't edit it and just keep going. Yeah, that backspace button is
0: not going to help your word
1: count at all. Even if it sounds absurd, write it down. And if you can't think of the right word, if that is what is holding you back from continuing, that you just can't find that one right word, throw some brackets around it, throw some parentheses around it, and Control f later to find it and fix it.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's fun to come up with a word that suits you So every time you can't figure out the right word, you're going to just type schnitzel and then move on. And then when you come back to it, you can find schnitzel throughout your book, look at it with fresh eyes, and then find the word that you're looking for.
1: You also want to avoid asking yourself certain questions while you are writing. These questions
0: turn off that faucet. They make the muse run and hide. They stop you from flowing. And I know this from experience. I built this list because I've asked myself these questions so many times. And every time, it grinds my book to a halt. It grinds my writing process to a halt. Question number one. Does this make sense? You are not writing selfishly if you're asking yourself that question. You are thinking about your audience during your first draft. Don't do that. Just write. Does it make sense to you enough to when you can look back on it and polish
1: it later? Fix it in post. This is the one time you're allowed to say that. Fix it in post. Another question that I find grinds me to
0: a halt is, what is the perfect word for this moment?
1: So we mentioned that a little bit ago. Throw in a filler word that you wouldn't use anywhere else in the story. Throw in brackets. Throw in... excessive amount of asterisks something that you remember that you can control f find and change later so you aren't getting stuck on one word do not let one word derail your train
0: yeah just keep moving and trust the editing process if you have an idea of what happens next write it don't let anything
1: stand in your way Another question is a question of, is this redundant or is this just completely out of the blue? Is this continuous? I don't know if that's a real word, but I'm using it. It's a filler word that will fix and pose. <laughs> <laughs> if you're worried about that, you're going to be double checking, looking back, reading through what you've already written, and you'll be tempted to edit. Been there, done that.
0: All you're doing at that point is just chewing through your writing time. Time is especially precious during this month because you have a lot to do in very little time. If you are rereading anything else, you are not moving forward. Just physics, you can't be doing both at once. So best guess, I think I spelled her name with two N's and not one.
1: We'll go with it and move on. I bounced back and forth on Camilla's name the entire time. It was either Camille or Camilla. And it turned out in my outline, I discovered after the fact of editing my entire thing, I looked back at my outline and looked, oh, hey, it was Camille. Oh, well. (laughs) It's Camilla now. It is now Camilla. The, The printers have it as
0: Camilla. The last question that I find myself stopping myself from writing is... Have I spent enough time on this? Do I need to dwell in this moment a little bit longer or do I need to push forward, move past this, hurry up, instead of enjoying the moments as I write them? This is often, for me, a concern about word count because I know my target word count for the book and I want certain things to happen a third of the way in, two thirds of the way in. When we're changing these acts, I need to get to this point by the time I hit 30,000 words. If... I feel like I have a lot of space. I'll be like, is this an opportunity to slow things down a little bit? This gets me thinking outside of the story and about the whole thing at large. And this is why I have really large third acts. Because then I'll be in my groove and I'll be like, yes, this is where I'm going. We're going to kill people. We're going to fight things. We're going to do things. And then I'm 20,000 words over my word count.
1: This is one thing that I struggled with in July when I was writing Toxic I got to the middle and realized I didn't have enough stuff in the middle. And I worried about that. I was like, do I need to add things? Do I need to add scenes? And then I don't remember what it was, but I finally realized if I need to add scenes, I will add it later. Let me just keep moving so I can get this written before midnight on July 31st. And I almost did. But it drove you
0: toward your goal, and that was the point of NaNo. And I finished a book. For the record, if you know something is wrong, don't stop your thought process. Don't stop the pen. But if you know this is not the right word and I need to fix it later, I always circle it with my pen. You can highlight it with your computer. You can put the word schnitzel in instead of whatever other word. I generally put a word in to remind me of what I was thinking. That's what works for me.
1: I use Google Docs, so if I have a thing that I know I need to change, I'll just go and highlight it. So I found myself, when I was writing Toxic, going through, hitting a spot where I realized, hey, this other thing needs to happen earlier for this scene to flow right. So I would do a quick search, find that scene that needs to change, highlight, comment saying, this needs to happen and then went immediately back to where I was to continue writing. And it was just enough for me to say, okay, when I hit this in editing, then I can say, all right, let's add this, let's fix this. But it didn't distract me for more than five seconds.
0: All you're doing is putting a post-it down for yourself. Exactly. If you don't do this...
1: I would have forgotten a lot of what I needed to change.
0: In my latest book that has just come out... Lee edited it for me, and it sat on the hard drive for four or five years. I'd read through it a bunch of times, I'd edited it a bunch of times, several other people I knew had read through it because they were fans of the series and the like. And when it finally got to Lee's desk, she found something that I should have circled and didn't. That is, the wood made sounds. It wasn't necessarily that it creaked, which is what we ended up changing it to, but For years, this thing, because I failed to circle it, this thing was not the best it could have been. The wood made sounds.
1: What kind of sounds? Do they growl at you?
0: It squawked.
1: You step on it, it sounds like a duck. (laughs) (laughs) So this
0: concept of writing right, right now, looks different for you
1: plotters versus you pantsers out there. As a pantser, it feels like there's a lot more pressure because we work so much on inspiration. We work so much with needing the muse to strike for us to work. So we sit down, we think we know where we're going, you stare at that page, and your mind just goes blank. I know this. I've been there. And I'm really sorry for all you pantsers out there. I'm going to suggest probably the worst thing that All of us have to come to grips with eventually. You have to work sometimes without inspiration. You have to write down ideas as they come. Whenever that is, whether you're writing or not. And this may look a lot like an outline. But trust me, it helps. Having
0: that little thing to trigger your memory, you can go, oh yeah, this needs to happen soon but this other thing needs to happen first. I can write them into this scene and move forward because that blankness can be terrifying, but having something to trigger you back into it without you needing to reread and therefore edit and therefore chew up a lot
1: of your writing time, it can be a very useful tool. Also, stop mid-sentence. If you just start reading that sentence it can do a lot to help you find your flow again. Plotters, you aren't safe from
0: this either. If you're like me, you are interested in the story because you feel like the story needs to be told. You know where you're going with it. You know what's going to happen when. And so the joy of discovering the story, of responding to the characters can be a little lost. So make sure you don't over-outline, especially for NaNoWriMo. Because then you lose enthusiasm. Last year, I switched projects mid-nano because I had one that I was really enthusiastic for, but I didn't know where I was going with it. I'm like, let's go find and see what happens. And now the other one is published.
1: So what are you waiting for? You're already on the second day of November. Get to work. Start writing. What is stopping you from writing that next scene?
0: ignore whatever it is that is stopping you. Make sure your family knows, hey, from six to seven every night, from four to eight in the morning, every morning I'm going to be writing. Don't try to call me. Don't try to come in and ask for waffles. I will punt you out of the room if you try to interrupt me.
1: Don't get mad if I'm a little terse. Don't get mad if I don't respond to your text messages. I am checked out for this time so I can reach my goal. If what's stopping you is you're not sure what's next, what is the next thing you know is going to happen? What needs to happen for that to occur? And what needs to happen for that to occur? Work your way backwards until you get to the point in your story where you're stuck. and then write. This is something you can be doing while you're in the shower,
0: while you're driving, while you're cooking. When you want to be writing but you can't, you can be thinking about how does the story end? What happens at the next act change? How do we get there? So that when you sit down to write, you're already prepared because you're like, okay, well I need to write this fight scene next.
1: And if you have to, if you are sitting there staring at a blank page, Skip whatever is holding you back, jump to the good parts, and get into it. Just get those words down.
0: I find that when I skip ahead, I'm skipping stuff that I would have edited out anyway. So I'm not wasting my time and wasting the reader's time and then going, well, the reader needs to know this. Skip ahead, integrate it where you need to, move on. Leaving question marks in your character's backstory in the world, blank edges of the map. Things like this can be helpful in keeping your flow going because if you don't know, the reader probably doesn't need to know right away. So it's okay to have question marks. Be thinking about those not during your writing time if you feel like they need to be fleshed out. But the most important thing is to always write
1: selfishly.